0: Hey good morning Joe here are in your car It's a beautiful day today. I'm actually really happy and excited. It's Monday and it's raining. It's raining and overcast. But the reason I'm so excited is I'm leaving the, uh, my last day at uh, the uh, rehab at the hospital. So I've been doing rehab uh, three times a week for the last 12 weeks. And just, you know, mainly doing cardio stuff. They hook you up to a bunch of monitors and they uh, make you walk on a treadmill. <clears throat> and then what else? So bike. And sometimes a uh, elliptical, but thank you God, my numbers are really, really good. Blood pressure is really good. Heart rate's really good. I've been eating healthy, feeling good, and strong. My, you know, my chest muscles are still sore, like you know, from the surgery. And that's slow. That's a twelve-month recovery process. But I've been super, uh, super blessed. And so they did all my tests, and I did a uh, filled out surveys and answered all of their million questions and. Today's my last day, I'm heading home. You know what's cool is uh, the other day my wife and I went to have, and my kids, three of my four kids, went to uh, have dinner at this Thai restaurant that's close to our, where we live and close to our church, and just sit down, you know, and then a minute later, in comes the doctor, the surgeon that actually worked on me. His name is Dr. Dox. Guy's amazing. You know, like anytime, <laughs> I as I think about this, like, may do I have a special place in my heart for him? You know what I mean? Like literally and figuratively, no pun intended, because this guy literally held my heart in his hands, or at least he touched it and uh, takes out my bad aortic valve and replaces it with a new new one. And so anyway, I got to see him and talk to him and, you know, he works on, he probably does, you know, five of these surgeries every week. And it, it had been five months but he did remember me. And, uh, I don't know if I told you guys this before in a previous podcast and my apologies if I had, but the funny thing was he remembered me because of my little goatee thing on my chin and he's from Puerto Rico. And, uh, he remembers me because I was talking to him about how I, when I was in Puerto Rico, like a week before the surgery, and I shot a bunch of iguanas, I was in Puerto Rico with Jerry Norton, go check out his YouTube channel. Really? I like Jerry a lot. He's the real deal. He's Like We spent a lot of time looking at some of his deals and uh, talking about real estate. He's got a great YouTube channel. Uh, But anyway, I was in Puerto Rico the week before my surgery, and I was really like, I didn't know if I should go to Puerto Rico because I was having these heart palpitations real bad and dizziness. But it was a great opportunity to go spend some time with Jerry and film some videos. We did a seven or eight, seven-part video series on flipping vacant land. You should go to his YouTube channel and uh, take a look at that. It's really, really good. But So my doctor's from Puerto Rico, Well, one of the things Jerry Norton and I did is we went and went iguana hunting and we shot like 25 iguanas. They're, they're invasive. They're an invasive species. They're not native to Puerto Rico and they just destroy a lot of people's yards and gardens and stuff like that. So yeah, if you are offended that I went and shot and killed a bunch of iguanas, don't be because we actually freeze them. Jerry freezes them and, and sells them to a guy who sends them to a gourmet chef in California who turns them into food. I don't know, like gourmet iguana meat. Anyway, so the doctor, Dr. Dox remembered me because of that. And you know, so it was fun. We got to sit and talk with him. We actually he was with his son, who's in his thirties. We had to sit down and have a big dinner together at this Thai restaurant. And I just love this guy, you know, makes me want to cry a little bit. I'm just super grateful for all the physicians and the doctors and the nurses. And the janitor staff and the security and the, all these people that work in these hospitals, man, God bless you. Like, it's it's really touching and amazing. I, you know, and these doctors, you may say, oh, they're, they're getting paid well. They're sitting fat and comfortable and, you know, they get paid really well. No, but okay, maybe they do. Thank God they do, right? Like, I don't know if they get paid enough, but here's the thing you don't realize. These guys work hard. Like, they're on call 24-7. And they're working like 60 hours, 70 hours a week. Some of these doctors and nurses, they come in when it's dark and leave when it's dark. And you don't realize the pressure, the stress, the demand that they have on them. You know, they got people's lives in their hands. How do they, so thank you, thank you, thank you, all of you guys listening to this that are doctors or dentists or emergency responders um, who help people who are sick. Nurses, the custodians, the janitors, yeah, it's just super humbling. And so here I am, five minutes into my podcast, and I've not talked about real estate, but I've got something I want to talk about real estate with you all, and it has to do. With, uh, I was thinking about this because I'm doing a workshop coming up real soon. Here, I don't even have a link to send to you, but just get on my email list, and I'll I'll probably do another podcast talking about it. But on December second, as I'm recording this, it's a Saturday. I'm doing a three or four hour workshop, where I'm going to be going live, and I'm going to show you how to break into a new market and. um uh, do a bunch of land deals and I'm going to be demonstrating it live. We're actually going to be making offers and talking to buyers, talking to sellers and all that good stuff. Right. So anyhow, what, you know, a lot of people are stuck in like, I get it. You're not in a place where you can do thousands of dollars a a month in marketing for direct mail. Like the fastest, easiest, best way to get leads and do deals is with direct mail. It works. And on average, but You got to spend about a thousand to $1,500 in direct mail per deal, but you're going to make on average $7,500 to $10,000 or more in profits. So our average profits on vacant land deals in the last year, been about $10,800 per deal, but you got to spend about a thousand to $2,000 in direct mail. That's just kind of how the business works, right? You, You put, you invest in marketing, you make money back. So, but you may not have, as you're starting off, you're you're not, you're new to the business, you haven't done any deals yet, you're working full-time job, maybe you're a doctor and you don't have the time or, you know, you you don't know for sure if this is something that you really want to do. So you're kind of, I don't know, right? You're just, everybody's in a different spot. So you're wondering like, well, okay, I don't want to spend the money. I can only do $500 a month on marketing or direct mail. So what should I do? Well, there's some really, really simple things you guys can do right now to start getting leads and start making offers. Cause we all know the number one rule in real estate is one, make offers, make offers, make offers. That's it, nothing else matters. Make offers, make offers, make offers. And write this one down, your speed to income is directly proportional to the number of offers that you make. It's directly correlated. Don't ask me to tell you what correlation means or proportional means or whatever, but like, if you wanna do more, if you wanna make more money, if you want to make money, period, in this business, you need to make offers. And on average, you know, if you're doing direct mail, we average about one deal every 20 offers that we make. All right. If you're doing more of the free strategies, which I'm going to talk about here, you might have to be like one out of every 50 offers. So it's, it's just a six half one dozen the other or something like that. So if you want to do deals, you got to make offers. So if you don't have any money for marketing, guess what? That's okay. You just need to make more offers. So you either have money or you have time when you're getting started into this. And I can virtually guarantee, guaranteed, virtually. I mean, unless you're, 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 you're making stupid offers like a $1, but like you can, you'll do deals if you make a hundred offers. Let's say you make five offers a day. That's how many offers a week? 25 offers a week times four. That's a hundred offers a month. Could you make a hundred offers a month on vacant land deals? Yes. One hundred thousand percent, you can make five offers a day, a hundred offers a month. So I'm going to show you how. But you know, it all comes down down to this: like, how bad do you want it? You know, maybe it's not that big of a deal to you. Maybe you kind of want it, you kind of don't. I don't know. How bad do you want it? So the first thing I tell you: the best place to go and just start making offers. And here's the deal: you know, you may not get a deal from these offers, but you're building relationships with realtors and other investors and wholesalers so that maybe in the future, because you're going to be following up with them, you will do a deal. They'll bring you a deal. That's the whole point of this, all right? So you might be discouraged and think, man, this is a a property that's been on the market for six months and uh, hasn't sold yet. They're asking 50 grand and it's worth 20. They're not going to accept my offer at 10. Well, okay, maybe not, maybe, but you're opening the door, you're getting your foot in the door and you're building a relationship with a realtor or Somebody in the business, right? And so then that may op- that be- that may become a-, a deal in the future. So let me explain to you how it works. First thing I like to do is I like to go to Redfin. Well, first go to Zillow and find like you can do this in Redfin as well, I guess. But find it in in the uh, in the last six months, nine uh, three months. Where is all the activity? Where are all of the uh, buyers buying land? And that's where you want to focus on, right? So you want to focus on the hot markets where there's been a lot of activity. So I'd say. You know, in the last 90 days, there should be at least 50 to 75 solds in the last 90 days for vacant land only, if there's vacant land. That's a good market. So there's a ton of them out there, right? So that's where I would start first, okay? Then you go into that market and you look, all right, show me all of the active land listings. And I would say, I I would ignore the ones over a hundred grand, maybe just getting started. I would say a max price, $100,000, and I might even do minimum price, $20,000 maybe. Because like it's really hard for you to make money when you're trying to sell a deal at five thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? So there's some states where there's a ton of properties that are for sale for four or five thousand bucks. I would ignore those because I mean you're gonna have to buy them for a dollar or something. I don't know. I just have never done deals those in, in that small of a price range. So I would say maybe minimum ten thousand, maximum hundred thousand, go into that county and then look up actives and then look at been on the market longer than six months. And some of these, you're gonna find a ton of them. Now there's other things you can do too, is you can also say, all right, been on the market longer than 60 days, but have had their price reduced in the last 30 days or more than 30 days. So I would look at first, been on the market over six months. Second, then I would look at, maybe been on the market over three months, but had their price reduced recently. The third thing you would do is you could do keyword searches, right? So you could look at all of the vacant lots, but do a keyword search for the word motivated something like that. And then you can find a bunch of these. And here's the thing guys, like you can you're, you can do this in one county, but if you do this every day, you're going to run out of properties right in that county. You're going to reach out to all of them. Well, guess what? You've got the entire United States in your backyard. You can do this in one county, then go to the next county the next week and the next county and then go to the next state. Like you will not run out of people to do this for. They, then the other thing you can look for are the for sale by owners. So look at the FSBOs, FSBO for sale by owners and you Zillow is best for that, I think, and then just contact these. So, what are you doing now? All right. So, why haven't these properties sold yet? It's because they're overpriced. They're just asking too much. All right. So sometimes sellers just need time to cook. Sometimes sellers are like, "Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm going to try to sell it for this." But it's been six months. The realtor's getting frustrated. The seller's like, "What's going on, Mr. Realtor? You haven't sold this thing yet." Maybe they're starting to get motivated. Maybe they're starting to get tired of. Paying the HOA dues, maybe they get tired of paying the taxes or whatever. And so you're going to call these realtors up. You're going to say, hey, Jane, I'm interested in this property. This is what I'm telling you to do now call, pick up the phone, and call. This is the key to all of this picking up that phone. And, and it's not an 800 pound cactus. Okay. It's if you're not on the phone, you're not making money in this business. Right. And, and if anything you get out of this and anything I talk about, if you could talk to five people a day, just talk to, I mean, maybe you don't even make an offer. Just talk to five people a day. You'll do deals. So you're going to call these realtors up. You're going to get a lot of voicemails. That's fine. Just text them, call them again. When you dial the number and it goes straight to voicemail, just hang up and dial the number again. Do that two or three times. But talk to them and say, hey, um, I'm, 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 I, I'm interested in this, you know, this, um, uh, this 0.26 acre property in this area. You, you don't have a minute. You don't, uh, can I ask you some questions about it? hey, I'm an investor and um, I'm I'm interested in this property. By the way, I don't have a realtor representing me. So if you want, you can represent me and double dip the commissions. In other words, they can get both sides of the commissions. And also I tell them sometimes, listen, if this deal doesn't work out, if I'm an investor and I'm always looking for discounted off-market properties, if you can bring me in any other deals that are off-market, I pay 10% commissions. Mm, Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to go too deep into all of that, but like, I'm always approaching these realtors with first, like, I want to help you make more money. And so if you can work with me on these land deals, buying land, I, I can make you money. So, okay, can you tell me about this property? I'm, you know, it looks like a nice property in a good area, a lot of uh, sold activity. Why hasn't this thing sold yet? Is something wrong with it? And then I ask them things like, I don't have my script in front of me. I ask them things like, you know, I'm certain certainly your client's not in a hurry to sell this thing, right? Like, um, it's been on the market. How long has it been on the market? I know, but I'm going to ask anyway. How long has it been on the market, do you think? Oh, I, okay, yeah, I guess. It, wow, shoot. looks like it's been six months. Uh, why do you think it hasn't sold yet? Is it, is it just overpriced? How negotiable is the, your client on their price? They're not in a hurry to sell, right? They, I doubt, boy, they're probably not going to. I'm looking here at active listings in the area, and I'm doing this on Redfin. I'm zooming out. I'm seeing all the similar active properties on the market right now. They're asking fifty. I'm like, wow, shoot. I mean, have they, have they know? Do they know? Like, I'm looking here and I'm seeing some properties that are currently for sale for thirty. Have, have you asked them? Why would somebody want to pay fifty for their house when they can this vacant lot when they can buy another vacant lot here at mile away for thirty grand or something? So I'm just asking these questions, right, to the agent. I'm I'm looking at solds. I quickly flip over to solds and I say, wow, well, shoot, I see. And I'm going back a year. I'm sorting this list from low to high, so I see the cheapest solds first. And I'm seeing some sold here that sold for, you know, 10 or 15 grand. They, your client wouldn't accept anything in this price range, would they? I'm just asking the question. Sometimes the realtors will say, no, they've rejected offers higher than that before. I could say, well, could you at least just make a verbal offer for me? Because sometimes, you know, because I, I, sometimes sellers will just need some time to think about it or they, they're just thinking their property is worth way more than it is. Plus it might even actually help you sell this property faster because now the client might consider lowering their price. Obviously it's overpriced. They're asking way too much. So can you I'm not asking you to write up an offer, but just at least make a verbal offer for me. Let's see what the realtor says. Kind of wrapping up this podcast here. The the main thing you're doing with these realtors when you're talking to them is just establish establish a relationship. Maybe you want to say, hey, listen, um, if this deal doesn't work out, do you have any other off market vacant lots in the area? That I can buy, I'll pay 10% commissions. Can I send you my contact information? So that if you find something, you can let me know. Now you're going to get the realtor's phone number, their email address. And once a month, you're just going to follow up with them. Send them a text, send them an email, send them a voicemail. Hey, this is Joe. How's it going? You don't remember me, but I'm just following up on that property that we talked about, that offer that I made on that 2.3 acre lot or whatever in Jackson County. I'm just wondering, has it sold yet? The next follow-up could be Hey, uh, do you have any, uh, I'm looking to buy some vacant land in the area. Do you have any off-market discounted vacant lots that I can buy? I paid 10% commissions on anything you can bring me. And that's how you do it, right? It's so simple. It's really not that hard. You just follow up. The other thing I'll tell you that you can start doing, there's two other things I want to talk about. Do the same kind of conversations with for sale by owners. You text them, you call them, just ask them about the properties. Do you have any other vacant lots you're trying to sell? Do you know anybody that's got some vacant land they want to sell? The other thing you should be doing is calling other wholesalers. So do some searching in just Google search. We buy houses, Tampa or whatever, find all of the investors that are doing PPC ads that are local investors in that area that are advertising on the first page of Google or are high on the first or second pages of Google on kind of just SEO generic um, search, organic search. You know what I'm saying? Find those guys, call them and talk to them and say, hey. I'm a land investor, I buy and sell a lot of land. What do you guys do with your vacant land leads? Do you throw them away or do you work them? Um, and maybe you can work something out with them. It's all negotiable, it's different, but you can say, listen, for every vacant land you give, for every vacant lead you give me, vacant land lead you give me, I'll, I'll share my uh, profits with you. I'll pay, I'll pay you 25% of my profits, or you could do 35 or 50%, doesn't matter, right? These guys are doing a lot of paid PPC, They're doing, uh, you know, they've been around a long time. They get a lot of leads because they're high on page one, page two of Google. So talk to these guys and ask them what they do with their vacant land leads. They could send them to you and you'll split the profits with them. Maybe pay them a thousand bucks or something like that, right? If you guys just did that, if you just talked to five people a day, could be for sale by owner, it could be a realtor, could be another wholesaler, just talk to them. Ask them, hey, do you've got, have you got any deals? The other thing you can do when you're talking to them is asking them questions like, are you looking to buy any land deals? Do you know anybody who is? So now you can start building your buyer's list. You can find private investors. You can find investor-friendly title companies. You can find investor-friendly, land investor-friendly land agents that can maybe list your vacant land deal when you get it under contract later. Does that make sense? So anyway, yeah, you guys, you control your own destiny. In this business, there's nothing stopping you from making money. Does money, like, you, I don't have any enough enough money for marketing. Not an excuse anymore, right? You don't understand technology or these expensive CRMs that are 100, 200, 300 bucks a month. Like, you don't have to have it. All of everything I just said to you, you could do with a cell phone. You could do with a pad of paper. Uh, you could do, you keep track of all these leads in a spreadsheet or something like that. So just keep it simple, make offers. That's all that matters. That's all I got, guys. Hey, real quick. Um, I I talked to you earlier about this workshop I'm doing. If you haven't been, if you're not on my email list, just go get my free Land Flippers Toolkit at simplelandkit.com, simplelandkit.com. And it got a bunch of good stuff in there that you could use today, like my scripts. Yeah, my scripts are in there. And you can use those when you're cold calling agents and uh, for sale by owners and wholesalers and stuff like that. So go to simplelandkit.com. You will get on my email list And then you'll be notified when I do these kinds of free workshops. Um, And I I do them all the time. So if you miss this one, I'm doing it pretty soon here. You can get on the list for the next one. Appreciate you all. We'll see you. Take care.